Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's John Rollins. Give me Zara. And uh, we're coming to you from AMK Studios. We're two Americans talking about football in mm. Sweden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's that time, man. It's getting into it, man. Yeah, this uh, was a crazy week. Yeah, yeah, man. We're in the thick of things. The the, the league is t- taking shape, and this was a pretty crazy week of football. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and throw COVID in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Drop a turd on the schedule uh, while you're man. at Man, my team got affected big time, man. Yeah, they did. Because our rivalry team has an outbreak, so. What? This, I, one of the questions I wanted to ask today was, why does this feel like an AFC problem? <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right, you're right. I'm just Titans saying. Titans and Patriots. Uh, yeah, man, who else? Uh, what are the teams? I mean, I'm not saying that other guys haven't been put on the COVID list, but the only... Teams that are being like heavily affected by this are <laughs> AFC teams. Uh, that's a good point, man. Damn. Sup with that. I don't know, man. I can't Sup speak. That. <laughs> I can't speak for all of them. <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, let's go through the scores and then we'll get to everything. Yeah. Um, let's go. Uh, let's look at the at the uh, flip them, pick them. The results. Oh, we're going to do that, too? I'm saying as we go through the scores. Yeah. As we go through the scores. Okay. Uh, let's see. You picked first, right? <clears throat> Did I? Yeah. Uh, no. Or, God, I don't remember. I wouldn't have picked the Bears over the Bucks, right? Maybe not. Did you pick? No, who picked Dolphins? Who picked the Dolphins game? Honestly, I don't remember. You did the Dolphins game because I was trying to talk you out of it. 49ers, Dolphins? Where's that at? You're right. I did okay. pick the 49ers. So go backwards. Uh, so that would be you, me, you, me, you, me, you, me, you, me. Yeah, I okay, picked the Bucks. Pick first. Okay, and that turned the out to be a very stupid thing to do. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, yes. w- w- senior moment that everybody's talking about in this game, where Tom Brady oh, yeah. didn't realize it was fucking wait fourth a down. Wait, wait, a wait, wait! I have one more down to go. Don't we get five? And then after the game, he's like. You know, trying to say, no, no, of course I didn't forget how many de- like dude, I was trying to trick the refs. You're walking around with four fingers yeah. out up in the air. like Maybe you- he's trying to my Jedi mind trick the refs. That's some bullshit. He forgot. He's used to the refs just, uh, it's okay. <clears throat> so, okay, Tom. You can get them all again. Nah, dude. He he totally forgot. <laughs> so, Bears uh, um, upset the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Bears are 4-1. I, I, I the don't fuck know. is going on? I don't know what to say. Uh, next game, the Panthers. We can skip this game. Beat the <laughs> Panthers beat the Falcons. I had picked the Falcons in this. You did. And flip them, pick them. I uh, thought there was a bounce back game. Yeah. Uh, nope. No. <laughs> uh, you successfully called the uh, Ravens over the Bengals. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. Um, good Lord. That... This game could have gotten really out of hand, yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the Bengals' defense kind of showing yeah, they, up in they the second half, up, yeah. 
because but in the first like quarter, it looked like it was going to be a bloodbath, and poor yeah. Joe Burrow was just getting <laughs> murdered again. Man, <clears throat> man. Yeah. Uh, but they say the Ravens beat up on bad teams. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans beat the Jaguars thirty to fourteen. I called that one. That one felt inevitable. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Yes, they did. Man, what happened there? That was a great game. Uh, but yeah, that was Derek uh, Carr and Henry Ruggs just went off. That, yeah. That's what happened there. That's true. Uh, you called that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we skip ahead to the uh, Cardinals beat the Jets. Which what is, a surprise. Which will be the last game they win this year, if you if listeners remember my prediction from last, last week. Oh, I'm still uh, holding to that. Wow. Yep. Uh, uh, you called the Cardinals over the Jets. I called the uh, Steelers over the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you called Rams over the football team. Surprise, surprise. Right? How did that go? Uh, or did we miss another game was out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a game missing. Uh, oh, Texans-Bills. <clears throat> I called Texans over Bills. You did. And uh, I knew that I was going. I told you. That's on my shit got learned list this I week. I told you. Yeah. I told you that uh, um, he's fool's gold, man. Josh Allen is uh, fool's no, gold. No, that's not what you should take away from this game, though. Oh, that the Bills aren't that good? No, I don't think that's the takeaway from this game. Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, and uh, you called the 49ers. Over Dolphins, but it didn't happen that way now, did it? Boy, did I make a huge mistake. I mean, me and just about every other person on the planet, Everybody. except for Jonathan Rollins, of I course. I said it here. Uh, I mean, they had all of their super, you know, star players coming back. Well, I was going to call them superstars, but they were incredibly unsuper on we Sunday. We got that quarterback benched. Yeah. We beat them up so yeah. bad, they were like, we got to take them out for his safety. And, and I got to say, <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick uh, and and what's his name? What's your coach's name? Brian Flores. Yeah. I mean, fake punt when you're up that big. And I knew like, it. I was like. I wish we had watched it together. I that knew that was some coming. giant balls yeah. on this and man. At the 35-yard line. Yeah. I was like, they're going to fake this because they ran out too fast for the kick. They ran out too fast. And one guy was mm. crossing his arms, mm. uh, doing some type of signal. And, and I was like, this is a fucking fake, man. That's a nice and one. And if he does it, they're not ready. Nobody suspect. This is when you do it. And, and Flores, he does fakes too, man. That, I was re- I, I was sitting there watching that game going, holy shit, this yeah. is amazing. Fucking buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah. Buzzsaw. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know it was going to be like that. I knew it was going to be a victory. I didn't know it was going to be a fucking the worst blowout of the week. That was a stomping. Uh, Browns beat the Colts. Did you call that? Uh, I don't know. No, you thought the Colts were going to win. No, you called that. Okay, okay, because yeah, I yeah. Wanted, you said 49ers, okay. Okay, yeah. Because I, I, I wanted the the Browns to win. Yeah, yeah, I knew the, I knew the Browns would beat the Colts. Um, we'll talk about Phillip Rivers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in the Cowboys. sad game, Oof. you thought... You, I, I did, I picked the Cowboys to win this game. You thought the Cowboys would win, they did win, they pulled it out. Um, uh, yeah. But there was a, Dak Prescott's going for the year. Oh, horrible. Gruesome, gruesome injury. Horrible. Uh, the Seahawks squeaked by the Vikings. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's well, the best quarterback in football. I mean, and then uh, the former best quarterback in football, Drew Brees, squeaked by the new <clears throat> gunslinger mm, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, and then uh, the Bills got mollywopped mm-hmm. by the same margin as the Dolphins and uh, <laughs> and Niners. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> same margin, exact same margin of uh, they got beat down by the <laughs> Titans. <laughs> 
seem to have so much joy in the oh, Bills yes. losing. I, I, I mean, put two bets on this game, by the way. I bet that the <laughs> Titans will win. I actually, I believe there's so much that I bet on it. Mm. And I put a, a, a parlay of the uh, the under. Because the under was 50.9, point, 50. I think it was. Oh, okay. And then the Titans scored their last touchdown and took my money, man. <laughs> so oh, wow. I was like, damn. So, yeah, so you won uh, Flip them and Pick them this week, 9-5. to five, uh, That's what I which, do, baby. Which uh, makes the score, you have a 10-point lead. It's 43-33. Damn, you need me to get a, a Dak Prescott injury. <laughs> I know. I know. I need, a, I need a touchdown, a watermelon kick, and a fucking field goal to catch up to your ass. <laughs> you got to hope I'm the Falcons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess the first thing to talk about, of course, is Dak uh, getting hurt. God, and, this uh, was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. I, I, I hate uh, limb injuries. Well, it wasn't just the injury itself that was hard to watch, but it was also just the the yep. the the look of terror and concern on not just the faces of the Cowboys, but also the Giants. I mean, like, I thought it said a lot about Prescott. How, I mean, you saw like because he had like one of his former coaches, who's now a coach for the yeah. for the Giants. Clapper. They call him the Clapper. <clears throat> Jason Garrett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clapping for a field goal and shit. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, Dak Prescott also has been through a lot of, like, kind of really intense shit in stuff, his right? personal life. Yeah. His mother passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not long after his mother passing away, his brother committed suicide. Uh, and here's a guy who's kind of getting jerked around by what I would consider probably the biggest dick owner in the National Football League, Jerry yep. Jones, yep. by being forced to sign this franchise tag. When two he, years in a row. Two years in a row. Was threatening to make him sign it three years in a row for next year. Uh, he, he's Piece of shit. And this is why the, <clears throat> this is why players want uh, at least medium but long-term deals. Yeah. To secure something like this happening, man. This and happening then, uh, was like literally the worst case scenario for yeah. Dak because we can all sit here now and say like, oh, he's like, of course, he's the face of the franchise. Of course, we love him. You know, Jerry yeah. Jones can say that all day long. But but fast forward to, uh, you know, when he's finally ready to play again, like, well, we and don't he's, he's going to use this against yeah, him. He's going to say, man. hey, look, you haven't played a game in like almost a year. Yeah. Uh, I'm really supposed to pay you five hundred million dollars, yeah. uh, or or whatever. Yeah, he's he's gonna use it against him. So fuck Jerry Jones. Yep. This fucking <laughs> I wrote that sucks. Here. Dak hurt. Fuck Jerry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, a, a horrible story. But uh, Dak, they, you know, the thing about Dak is that I mean he's probably one of the most you know beloved quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't work out in Dallas, this guy is gonna wind up somewhere for sure. Um, Chicago, I'd be happy to have him in in Atlanta for Atlanta. Yep, yeah, that's the Matt Ryan, teams that Matty are, Ice is. Uh, they're not Matty committing Ice. to him anymore. We're gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> then we got uh, from that horrible, uh, depressing story. Hmm. We go to an uplifting story in Alex Smith. That, that was well, another. another <laughs> well, it was like in one way it was uplifting. In one way, in one way it was like kind of like. Oof. Today? Terrifying. <laughs> Today? <laughs> you know? Uh, because, um, I mean, it, for those of you who don't know Alex Smith, what was it? Was it two years ago? He's been on. Yeah. He broke uh, horrible, like, very similar to the Dak Prescott yeah. thing, but even worse because it was like. No, he got, it was a, it was kind of a routine thing, though, his his procedure. No, but I'm saying it was, he, in a game, he had like yeah, a compound fracture. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bone broke through the skin. Yeah. Uh, you know, he obviously. See how uncomfortable I look. Oh, I yeah, it's yeah. like, is, you remember the Joe, uh, not Joe name, what am I talking about? 
Theisman. Theisman. That's the one I remember from my childhood. It was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. But the leg is just flapping. It's not. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So, obviously, long recovery. Um, There were reports that there were infections. He nearly died during the recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, Two years later, there's all this like, you know, oh, look, he did this great video of him uh, being cleared to play. And in, in his family surprising him at home, and you can see, like, he has this beautiful family, like, yeah, he's got yeah. three cute kids. You know what I liked <clears throat> on that documentary? Uh, my favorite thing was that his uh, wife mm. um, told the doctor, take the leg. Mm. I love that. The mm. fact that she was just like, I'm, that shows that it's real love. It's not, yeah. a lot of times you think of these women who... Uh, get with these uh, professional athletes right. and think of them as possibly gold diggers or whatever. Yeah. But that's real love when she's like, you know what? We'll get through this together. Take the leg. I don't want to risk his life. Right. And, uh... Oh, what a tough decision. Yeah. Good Lord. And then the doctor said, we'll try one more thing. And then, you know, they pulled. he pulled through. And now he's playing again. And that's a beautiful story until... My wife <laughs> said the same thing the other day, and I haven't even broken my leg. She said, just take that motherfucker's leg. <laughs> No, Diabetes said it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the uh, it was a beautiful thing until uh, you realize that the Los Angeles Rams have a really good defensive line. Oh my god! And everybody was just like, I think everybody was sort of holding their breath. Yeah, you know, as uh, like sacked immediately. It, it, yeah, because he comes in because the starter gets uh, gets whacked in the head. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey uh, speared him a little bit on going to the sidelines. He got a penalty for it. It was a you yeah. Know, you know, you never know type of call. I don't Whatever. think it was malicious. I, no, know. I don't think so either. Alex Smith comes on and was it the first play of Alex Smith? Was it? Maybe or the was first it the pass. second? Maybe the first drop back. It was in the first his first possession for yeah. sure. It was first like possession. either first down or second. Whatever. He comes on the field and within a minute of him being on the field, he's he's wearing Aaron Donald <laughs> on his back like a backpack. <laughs> I mean, this guy's like three hundred pounds. He's the most uh. vicious. This guy's the sa- he's uh, as of this Sunday is officially the sack leader in the yeah. NFL with yeah. like. Seven or seven and a half or eight as a sacks. defensive tackle. As a, as a defensive tackle, this guy is a beast, and he is yeah. on top of Alex Smith. Oh, um, man. And 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 the number and and then Alex Smith. Of course, I mean the you know the the football team goes on to get completely murdered in this game, and Alex <laughs> Smith gets sacked six times yeah. uh, in in half a game, and every time he drops back to pass, like uh. they cut to a shot of his poor wife. His kids didn't really. Nah, his they, kids seem too young. Like they just yeah. seem excited. Like, oh, daddy's in daddy's the game. Running. Meanwhile, mommy's like, just Damn, don't look at daddy. Kids. <laughs> it's just you want another popcorn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was a <some> kind candy. <laughs> Man, it was. Uh, oh, it was, it was hard to watch. It was brutal, but I was glad for him. However, hmm. uh, the 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 urgency or the need to uh, talk about this beautiful story by the analysts and everybody involved in football made me want to vomit. Yeah, of course. It's like, chill the fuck out, okay? Yeah. The guy had a freak thing happen. Good for him, he's back. Mm-hmm. But don't act like the NFL is this uh, second chance, uh, we're supporting everybody type of th- league when you got uh, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed sitting on the uh, at home on the couch watching games. Yeah, it was like, yeah it, 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 exactly. They try to paint it as like the feel-good story of the week. Yeah. Like, if you just work hard, you can be back on the field. No. If no, you dude. just follow their 
rules and their guidelines, then you get back. But and also, as soon as you buck the system, I don't think getting you. sacked six times is really yeah. qualifies as a feel good story of the week. No, no, I they mean, were I'm hoping glad, you can feel it. They were hoping. I'm that glad the dude didn't die. I'm glad uh, that he got a chance to play football again. But ultimately, this to me was not the feel good story of the no, week. And him being at a press conference after, it's like, dude, go in the locker room with the rest of the people who lost by twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't. Uh, you didn't do shit, man. Uh, sorry, man. I mean, now I'm, that you're back, we can treat you like one of the guys. Mostly, I'm. I'm like the. I, I reserve most of my happiness related to Alex Smith for his wife. Yeah, for the, the family. Fact that yeah. she managed to get through that game. Yeah. Like, she'll probably never go to another football game again. <laughs> and she's ride or die, man. I, I was. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Um, we had some COVID cancellations. Jeez. That's why our show's late this week. <clears throat> Yeah. We, okay. So, not cancellation, but we had some. We had, there's yeah, some shifts. movement. Yeah, people. movement. A lot of movement. Uh, I have it pulled up here. Uh, let's see. I mean, obviously, the Titans um, Bills game got moved to Tuesday. That mm-hmm. got played. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills. Uh, the, their game has been moved to week six. They were supposed to play this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game's been moved to week six. Jets Dolphins game. From week 10 has now been moved to week 6. Um, yeah, they're, they're using the bye weeks to move these games around. Right. Kind of smart, but they Jets, should have Jets Chargers game has been moved from week 6 to week 11. Jaguars Chargers game uh, moves from week 8 to week 7. Chargers wow. Broncos moves from week 11 to week 8. Notice <laughs> a pattern here? It's all AFC, baby. All AFC. <laughs> that's true. Chargers that's, Dolphins. That's good, though, that then it's not affecting interconference like that. True. Uh, Chargers Dolphins game moved from week seven to week ten. Your team is getting moved around a lot. Dol- yeah, Dolphins Broncos moving from week six you to know week this eleven. Is AFC West and AFC East. Yeah, that's the two that are fucking. Oh, I, I read the that Titans the Dolphins are kind of one of the main beneficiaries of all of this because because of the moving around of the schedule, it means that they basically play their next three games at home, in- including having a bye week in there as well. So they're the Dolphins don't have to travel anywhere until like. Um, okay. In, until like so that November, can, uh, that can reduce the chance of. Spread. It just means that they, yeah, they can they can stick home and 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 enjoy playing at home. A quick thing, yeah. This exercise popped in my head. If you could run it back, mm-hmm. and you're the play commissioner, or the guy who has the ear of the commissioner, mm-hmm. how, and and seeing the success of the NBA playoffs mm-hmm. and the NHL playoffs, yep. How would you suggest doing this season after seeing, you know, how this all had to work out? What, what do you mean, considering the you, bubble thing? It, uh, I'm just saying, how would you make an NFL season work? I um, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that you know, I don't think it's very comparable in the sense that you know, both both the NBA and the NHL had the benefit of like, okay, well, we're just going into our playoffs right now. Oh, yeah, good right? point, good point. Yeah. So they're not playing out. Like, I can't imagine the NBA the teams, or the NHL. Yeah. I mean, those two leagues especially, because, I mean, I think the NBA plays as many games as the NHL. Yeah, NHL plays yeah. 82 games. Yeah. Uh, how the fuck are you supposed to stick these guys in a bubble for 82 games? It's not going to work. Uh, there is a conversation about having a bubble for the playoffs in the NFL. That's a story that's been popping up in the last 24 hours. Oh, okay. I get it. Like, make it two-week... Uh huh. Two week. Uh, that that I think is doable because I mean, once you get to the if you ma- if they manage to somehow get through these seventeen weeks, mm-hmm. 
I still think that there's a very strong possibility that they're going to have to add a couple of weeks, um, which I think should be fine. Uh, But once you get to playoff time, I'm all in for the bubble because, I mean, I mean, we've been saying this the whole time, like these these decisions that are being made are one thing to be made during a regular season. But just imagine making them like, you know, like somebody gets, you know, your star quarterback gets COVID fucking two days before the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, sucks. <clears throat> put these motherfuckers in a bubble when it comes to playoff time. I'm thinking I would probably all the money they have, mm. I would build. I want to say four, either four, eight bubbles, maybe, mm. and then break the games up regionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know which uh, teams play which teams already, and you can. It'll be tough, but if you keep it, if you keep them, I still think it's hard because, you know, because these bubbles, they're not, I mean, that, what you're describing now is nothing like the bubble they created for the NBA and the NHL, because these guys were literally locked into one area and they, they extended the bubble in some cases. Like, I mean, for the NBA, they had all of Disney World to hang out, right? But what if, no, hear me out here. Mm -hmm. What if there was a a large bubble Mm -hmm. that would have... You know, four football fields in it. Yeah. Or like a large area that sure. has a four football field, kind of like how they had in uh, Orlando, because they mm-hmm. had a bunch of, it looked like a bunch of tennis courts there too. So they have a few of these large areas that we'll mm. call bubbles. Right. That are nobody's in, and uh, the only people that are moving in and out are the players, but they're going directly to the next right uh, bubble right. so they took a flight from bubble to bubble from bubble to bubble yeah and then that's only just to meet the other teams i mean i guess it could work theoretically but i <clears throat> i i don't see anything to indicate that that's something they're going to try to do no right no now. no i was just saying to start you'd have um, to start it from scratch it seemed like they thought i think they've made a lot of mistakes to be honest uh, um you know there was a lot of talk about you know the Titans, especially because their outbreak was was the biggest by far. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of discussion about punishing them in some way, yeah, and now you're starting to hear that story kind of disappear. Uh, the idea that they should be punished. Okay, fine. Maybe they shouldn't be punished because they because you know the for, somebody didn't break protocol when this whole thing started. But I think some of the things that they've done since they knew the outbreak was happening right, is right. certainly worth punishing. Agreed. And the league is essentially doing the same thing that they've done with every other kind of scandal that has popped up, is that they're trying to sweep this thing under the rug because it's going to make them look bad also. Yeah. Plus, if it happens again. Right. right now you're seen as putting your finger on the scale like okay well we punished the titans now we have to punish the patriots but now they haven't punished the titans <laughs> exactly so that means they can't punish anyone right and that's not that's not a preventive thing though i know <laughs> exactly so <laughs> i think they've completely fucked this thing up they could have d- taken a draft pick even if you take like a fifth round pick or you know what i mean, I mean if you think if you think this week is chaotic this can get way worse. Yeah. Way worse. That's what I'm scared of. We're in week five. Yeah. This could get a lot fucking worse for them. And it's obvious that COVID is a performance enhancing drug. Because <laughs> the Titans came back. Apparently. <laughs> the Titans came back and beat what people thought was one of the top teams in the AFC down. Yeah. That was on my uh, shit got learned list. <laughs> What's that? Uh, oh, I want to throw in a couple of other things. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about Falcons fired Quinn. Oh, jeez, finally. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs lost, and uh, we had a kickoff return for a touchdown. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, on the Falcons, uh, yeah, Dan Quinn and uh, Thomas Dimitrov era is finally over. Yeah. Um, How do you feel? Well, I have mixed feelings because honestly, I feel like, okay, look. I think they deserve a lot of credit for for turning this franchise around when mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. Because when they came in, they made the Falcons a contender. They got good. What was the coach before? Mike Smith, right? I don't remember. White haired dude, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they really did. They turned the they turned the team around. They turned them into a legit powerhouse with just a wicked arsenal of weapons. Yeah. Uh, people wanted to play there. Uh, obviously. Everybody wants to point to this, you know, massive Super Bowl meltdown. But I think the one thing, this is another thing I think the pundits are so, like, you know, they came back after that and, you know, did pretty well in the following season, right? I mean, they went 10 and whatever, Mm -hmm. 10 and 3 or whatever it is, or 10 and 6, or maybe better than that. I don't remember. Whatever. They made the playoffs. I think they they went 11 and 5. They went to the playoffs. They, you know, they nearly beat the Eagles. The Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl that year. But it was like, you know, I think putting it all on the Super Bowl meltdown is not really the whole story. You know what I mean? Because it would make sense, like, if they came back the year after winning the Super Bowl and then they won, like, two games all year. But that didn't really happen, No, that's going to happen in the Something else is going on here. Uh, So while I feel like they deserve an enormous amount of respect, I think Dan Quinn is a good coach. Uh, I think the GM is a good GM. But the era is over. I'm glad it's over. The, the, The train was off the tracks let them go. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah. Let's start over. Uh, and now taking over for them is this guy, Raheem Morris. Former head coach. Yep. Defensive back coach for the Bucks when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, coached a year at Kansas State. Back to the Bucks. Defensive coordinator again. Head coach after Gruden got fired. Yeah. Um, and then he joined the Falcons in 2015 as a uh, defensive coordinator coordinator type coach Um, and now he'll be the interim head coach Um, you know I mean the season is a is essentially a loss at this point Um, I mean they're probably going to make the same mistake that they made last year is that they're going to find a sense of pride and probably win seven games (laughs) and then they'll get a shitty draft pick who's the backup quarterback yeah that's funny I, I well that's one of the things like they had no future plans. Huh? Well, the thing is, is that they, a lot of people are, sa- are now saying that, well, even even the owner, Arthur Blank, is saying that he won't necessarily commit to Matt Ryan. Oh, wow. As a future, I mean, he said very nice. He was like, look, you know, we, we love Matt Ryan, but we can't say, given that we're going to obviously bring in a new coach, right, we can't right. promise like you him, that, yeah. that this is going to be the might way it is going fit, forward. Yeah. Um, which kind of... <clears throat> Brings up an interesting point because you kind of look the question you just asked, which is like if you asked the average Falcons fan, myself included, who's your backup? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> None. I have no idea. Brett the, Favre. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea who it is because they're not really. And one of the reasons why people are saying, yeah, maybe it is time to move on from Matt Ryan, which is essentially because since the day he got there, he's never really had to compete for his job. That's what happened in Miami. Uh-huh. Tannehill always got the job, mm-hmm. and uh, people started rooting for it. But we had a good backup, Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. So that was always that thing that was just, like, looming all the time. And now look what's happening with Fitzmagic. Everyone's calling for two a time, and this guy just goes 
off yeah. on the 49ers. Uh, just uh, went off on them. Yeah, I never, for the record, I never called for two a time. But, uh, no, but I'm saying every, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. all week long, everyone's like, hey, yeah. when are you going to fucking put him in the game? Let's tell you now. And Fitzpatrick comes out and is like, he's going to have to wait <laughs> because I exactly. got some shit I want to do. <laughs> uh, so uh, Arthur Blank, right? That's the owner's name? Yeah. You're Arthur Blank now. <clears throat> hey, uh, Arthur. Hmm. Um, who are you going after for your coach? I don't know if I'm Arthur Blank or if it's just me, but I, yeah. But, uh, You're Arthur Blank. Uh, Biennemi. Eric Biennemi. Yeah, I want him. Okay, so you want Adam the Gase, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I hear he might be free soon. Uh, next week he'll be free. <laughs> when they get blown out by the Dolphins. <laughs> that was my next question. Who's next? Well, obviously, Adam, Adam Gase is I, I'm surprised he didn't get fired this week. Uh, me too. I don't know what he's got. He must have some dirty pictures or something. <laughs> he don't run away the best player on the team. I, After running away the best defensive player on the team, he yeah. runs away the best yeah. offensive player on the team. He did it in Miami too. Players just want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Wow. He's a he's a he's, he's a cancer. Not, he's a locker room cancer as I, a coach. I'm afraid so. Did we talk about it? How they say he delegates? Like, uh, oh yeah. Well, that was when we got into that whole Jamal Adams yeah. thing. He was saying, "Oh, this motherfucker doesn't talk to anybody." Uh, the Chiefs lost. Yeah, to the Raiders. First time Mahomes ever lost to the Raiders. In mm-hmm. uh, or and uh, they won seven in a row in Kansas City. Yep, against the Raiders. Yeah, like damn. And then uh, that was a shootout. Raiders are a funny team. I mean, they you know from one week to the next, you're never a hundred percent sure what. To expect yeah. from them, yeah. uh, but man, they came out guns a blazing on fire. They kind of reminded me of the '70s Raiders team that I grew up with, where it was like, "We're gonna go deep on on first and ten. Let's go, <laughs> and, <laughs> and on second and ten. Yeah, yeah. They, they just were gonna hit, they were gonna punch you in the mouth from like from the whistle blowing. <laughs> and yeah, they man. went bananas. Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs. He finally had a breakout. I would say, like, game. imagine if they kept Khalil Mack. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Right? <laughs> what the fuck was Gruden thinking? Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, that was a surprise uh, that the Chiefs lost. Uh, a lot of people lost money on that, mm-hmm. uh, expecting them to uh, be a definite win. Uh, I stayed away from that. I was mm. messing around a little bit. I don't bet a lot, but I, I messed around a little bit this weekend. And mm. I saw that game. I was like, nope. <laughs> I don't mess with those division rivalries of uh, a good offense. Yeah. And a... Uh, uh, well, no. you've seen my record and flip them and pick them. That should explain to you why I don't bet <laughs> very often. And we had a kickoff return for a touchdown. We did, yeah. which... Uh, it's it's kind of rare these days. Yeah. yeah uh, Isaiah Rogers, I think is his name. Yeah. And uh, that was a really nice uh, kickoff. Well, they're all nice. To me, uh, we talked about it before, it's one of the best plays in all the sports, mm-hmm. uh, along with a knockout punch, uh, a score in hockey or soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, you know, all of these uh, sports things, but mm. the kickoff return or foot or punt return for a touchdown is just a great sports play. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, and uh, it's great to see one. It's getting harder now with the with the rules, so I'm glad that uh, we got one off. Yeah, that uh, was nice. What's your shit got learned? Uh, <clears throat> well, <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things we don't have to go into this, but that the Chiefs can get beat. I mean that 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 yeah, was man. kind of interesting. I mean they. Yeah. Um I think I think they wasted a lot of early opportunities. Um I mean you can obviously credit the Raiders defense as well, but but still, you know, it's like I mean the Chiefs are always kind of, you know, winning 
you know, a lot of times are, are against good teams anyway, are relying on Mahomes to do something magical at the end. Yeah. Uh, yep. And in this particular game, the only thing that he did at the end was throw an interception. Yep. Um, made him look kind of um, mortal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> made him look mortal. But some of the throw still, man. Some of the, some yeah. of the he throws the, the way he insane. does that thing where he rolls out to his left and then kind of jumps up and throws. Like into the middle of the field. Yeah. He's just like, oh, it's intercepted. No. Okay. They're yeah. still running. Uh, uh, insane, man. Stuff that uh, you just don't think is humanly possible. But they did a great job, the Raiders, uh, against, you know, that rookie running back, um, Ed- yeah. Edwards Alaire. He yeah. didn't have much of a day at all. No, nah, he's on my fantasy um, team. I didn't like that. And that's one of those things, you know, it's like if you. You know, some of these teams, that's how they get got. You know what I mean? If you can take down one of their key pieces, yep. then um, then you got a shot. You know, yep. you got to do everything else right, which is basically what the Raiders did. Yeah, and they still um, had to put up 40-some points. True. To pull it off. Yeah. Um, one thing I see that's, that I learned uh, is that uh, going for it on fourth down is hot right now. It is crazy hot right now. <laughs> I can't believe it. Not just the Dolphins game, but almost every game had somebody like, fuck oh, yeah. it. It's fourth and four. We're at the thirty-five yard line. Fuck a field goal. We'll play. We'll play the uh, almost like it's a punt. Yeah, and that's what they, I've been saying. This and for in situations years. where you know, I mean, it's normal, obviously, to go for it on on fourth down when it's late in the game and you have to. Right. But yeah, you're right. That's a it's a it's a good point. There are a lot of people going for it on fourth down now. That's insane, man. And mm. I've been saying it that uh, there's a, there's these uh, you know in high school football there's a lot of blowout teams and, mm. and there's this one coach that they're talking about maybe ten years ago or whatever that doesn't punt mm. and everybody thinks he's crazy. But mm. when you look at the odds or whatever, he's still you know analytics is creeping its way into football is what I think. Where the way it's in basketball, where now right. basketball looking at it now is like you what is what am I watching cuz <laughs> they shoot so many three-pointers and you heard all your life growing up don't shoot three-pointers come inside shoot an inside jump shot or whatever. Mm. And uh now they shoot more threes just because statistically it's a better payoff. Yeah, sure. And now that's where we're at with fourth downs I think and uh I like it, man. I like it. I do too. And I hope the other team does it. When my team is out there, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, do it. Let's go. Let's go. And yeah. then you can get work. your heart broken or didn't work out so good for the uh Vikings. No, what happened with them? They um Oh no, against Seahawks. They had fourth and inches. They were oh, in the yeah. in the red zone. Yes. Instead of kicking a field goal. If they had kicked a field goal, they would have been up by eight points. Yeah. But they go for it on fourth and inches because of this you know, like you said, it's hot, like, hey, we, we this is inches, bro. Yeah. All we gotta do is just fucking Fall go. Forward. Fall forward a couple <laughs> of inches and, and this game is over. Yeah. They they get stuffed and they give the ball to Russell Wilson. Oof. And I mean, this yeah. fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, is he... He's the best in football, man. He is the I most... I Mahomes, Russell Wilson is the best in football. This was also one of my shit got learned things this week. It must be so much fun to be oh, a Seahawks yeah. fan right now. Yeah. It has to be yeah. amazing to be a Seahawks fan yeah. this year. Because this guy went... What I wrote this down. What is it? He goes, uh, fourth and inches, they blow that. Two minutes left. They give it. Uh, what did he do? First, he goes, Russell Wilson goes 94 yards in the last minute and a half of the game uh, and throws a touchdown pass to DK Metcalf oh, yeah. to win this thing. I mean, it was, 
He, uh, twice. He won, once was a, it, there was a fourth and 10 play on yeah. that drive. And instead of throwing it 10 yards, like, let's just throw it for the, for the first down. Yeah. This guy throws like a fucking 20, 25 yard bomb. Yeah. He's like, nah, dude, we're, we're, yeah, he's a the beast, end man. zone's over there, yeah. bro. <laughs> That's it's where we're going. Right there. <laughs> man. He was uh, not playing, man. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, I think he's the best in the game. Uh, Certainly the most exciting. Some more shit I learned is that this batch of quarterbacks, not just this year, but the last couple of years, mm. the future of the quarterback position is it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Like watching Justin Herbert, watching, uh, you don't, don't see too much of Joe Burrow, but you can tell he's got it. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's got the, once they get that line in front, hopefully they do. If not, they if they ever do. Because yeah. I can tell, I mean, I've seen, I mean, like I said, I watched a lot of this guy in the SEC last year. And with a proper offensive line, this Joe Burrow kid is is scary to watch. Yeah, you can see it. He's got a lot of uh, maturity. Uh, and then you got Justin Herbert's out there lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen is out there. I'll, t- I'll talk my shit because he's a division rival. But I was I, I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. I watched that. Uh, I watched the condensed version of that game twice, just to make sure, because I want to hate on him. Mm. But he's good, man. Josh Allen is good. Yeah, I don't think he's elite like that. He's not great, but he got time, man. He might get there. He's way better than he was last year. Yeah, there's nothing saying he won't be way better next year. He had a really bad game last night. I think he threw uh, an interception on the first play of the game. Yeah, the 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 receiver tipped it up though. Yeah, that's true. He tipped it into him. He threw the the other interception was horrible. Yeah. So um, they're scheming him up. You know, it's still the Not quite Texans. as bad as uh, Garop- I mean, Garop- Garop- How bad was Garoppolo this week? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Garoppolo. But that's a handsome motherfucker, man. He is. Jeez. I was like watching, like laughing at him and stuff. And then I was just like dreamy-eyed. And he's got that cool nickname, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. What's up, it's, Jimmy it's, it's, G? It's me, Jimmy G. <laughs> what if he did that? <laughs> what if he did that laugh at the press conference? <laughs> the coach took me out because he said he didn't want me to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I like the next batch of quarterbacks. I'm glad. Uh, I don't think we'll ever have another shitty batch of court. You know what I mean? Mm. It seems like they just they're too they're too groomed by the time they get to the league now. Yeah, these quarterbacks. They're either um, the only thing they could be missing is like mentally being able to handle the NFL life. That's all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what's his name? Manziel was. Yeah, he was. You know what I'm saying? Like he couldn't handle the big league. Uh, the jury's still out on uh, on uh, um, the Browns' new quarterback. Oh, Mayfield. Mayfield. Jury's still out on if he can handle it. But. I mean, but yeah. I mean, the Browns had a. I mean, I. I. You know, it's interesting with them. I. I they had a great game this week. Um, at the same time, I think we also one of the things that we learned this week is that the Colts are probably a little overrated. Yes. Um, Philip Rivers, stop it. Why I mean, is he a starting did, quarterback, man? Well, you know, I mean, they came into this game as the number one defense in the league, so everyone's talking about the defense. But in all honesty, I mean, this is not like, I'm not going to say something that's groundbreaking here, but I think the 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 Colts are forced to kind of play around Phillip Rivers a little bit. Yeah. Um, There's quarterbacks that could be in his place. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's time. Hang it up, man. Yeah. Take him out back. I think, shoot them. I think the fact that they had such a good start is some kind of a you know early season anomaly. Yeah, honestly, nobody knew what they had though. They changed the team so much. Yeah, and uh, just like with the Patriots, nobody knew what they were going to be, and then they came out a completely different team. 
than mm. they were last year. That could be the same thing with the Colts. And uh, I think somebody said that Jameis Winston mm. might be good there, might be better there because he at least he could throw the deep ball sure. better. I don't know if you want to deal with Jameis Winston. He throws a shitload of interceptions, <laughs> exactly. obviously. But, but that could be, but the, look at Bruce Arians, man. Mm. That could have been a Bruce Arians thing. Sure. Because now Brady's there, and they're just as undisciplined as ever. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's frustrating the shit out of Tom Brady. Tom Brady couldn't even remember if it was third or fourth down. So and he, be- that was also not a very good look of him on the sidelines yelling at his team as well. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't that. see that. No, no, no. Yeah, it was a little, it, it it reeked a little of this, like, kind of spoiled rich kid kind of tantrum on the side. You mean Tom like, Brady vibes? Yeah, it was like, you know, I mean, yeah. I get it. Whatever. You're supposed to be the leader of the team, and you're right. trying to pump them up. But you kind of look like an asshole uh, uh, yelling at your boys on the sidelines. But anyway, the the Browns, the other thing about the Browns, like, I mean, the, the way they've managed to kind of, um, you know, continue this sort of winning uh, march of theirs, despite the fact that they've lost some key players, like Nick Chubb. <laughs> I know uh, but also we they had... a bell every time you say Nick ding, Chubb. Ding, 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 ding. Every time you say Georgia uh, player. But Kareem Hunt has been fantastic. Yeah. Landry. <sighs> Jesus, that yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, OBJ. Former How about that? Did you see that catch? Yeah, of course. Where it's like, yeah. It almost defies physics, yeah, he's, like he's how insane. he managed to the catch. The two of them. The two of them, man. Yeah. And both went to the same college. It's insane. Oh, yeah. They were, uh, yeah, LSU is uh, is famous for having good receivers. Um, but, yeah. What uh, what NFC team looks the best to you? Or the scariest? <sighs> I mean, it, only because the Packers had a bye week. But, you know, for me, I just feel like every week I keep going back and forth between the Seahawks and the Packers. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so this week I'd have to say it's got to be the Seahawks. It's a tough one for me with the AFC. It's Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be the Titans. Yeah, yeah. It might be the Titans. I mean, the Chiefs look a little vulnerable. Titans are undefeated, and they plowed through one of the best teams, uh, according to everybody, in the AFC. So they could have been exposing a, a, an average team, or they beat down a good team. <clears throat> This this situation with that game is is I, I always find this very funny. I, you you hear it in every sport where it's like, I mean, going into this week, everyone was like, "Oh, what's going to happen to the Titans?" You know, they haven't played in two weeks. Yeah, uh, they haven't been allowed in their facilities, so they can't practice. You know, they're probably going to be rusty, and and it all depends on the result, right? Had yeah. they lost the game, uh, then yep. they, everybody would have said. Oh yeah, that the fact that they couldn't play for two weeks and they yeah. couldn't practice is why they lost the game. So now, what do you say? Now that they come out and just plow the Bills, yeah. everything that you thought you were going to say on on Wednesday morning after yeah. the game is now irrelevant. So, yeah. so what now? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, they're good. They passed my eye test, man. I've been and that stiff arm. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> With that, we got to post. Uh, I'm writing it down now, man. Derek Henry, stiff arm. <laughs> He's like, sit the fuck down. Yes, man. Uh, he's a, uh, I love that type of stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, and Tannehill, old. man. I'm so happy for that guy. He finally got away hmm. from Adam Gase and Joe Philbin and all of these uh, constraining offenses. And it, it, he got with a team that had a good running back and a good defense. And hmm. he can just fucking do what he does, man. It's be a slightly above average quarterback, and then at times, flash elite. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And that's uh, that's all they need, and that's all he needs. So the it's other, a great combination. The other play that that really caught my attention was from Thursday night uh, football, the Bears and the Bucks game, and it was this hit. Did you see this hit? The hit with, uh, what's his name, Kyle, Kyle Fuller mm-hmm. just absolutely put one on Keyshawn Vaughn. And it fir- and he fumbled the ball. It was like a it was like a crossing route. Catches the ball, takes a couple of steps, and this guy hit him so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ball goes flying out, and the Bears picked up the ball. And at first, the ref they blew the whistle and they threw a penalty flag because it was like, well, that that hit was so intense that had to have been a penalty. Mm-hmm. But then when they went back and looked at the replay, he didn't hit him with his helmet. He did make a football move, so it did. Qualify, mm. qualify as a fumble, so they took away the penalty and they awarded the fumble to the Bears. And it was one of those plays okay. where it was like, mm. this is the kind of hit that I grew up with yeah. that that we don't want to lose from the game. And while it annoyed me that they threw a flag and that it kind of, like, we couldn't yeah. enjoy the hit in the moment in the same way that you would have, like, 10, 15 years ago, but at least they got the call right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's all you can ask for nowadays. It's a little annoying. Yeah, but it's it's a good. But bit. it was like such a classic football yeah. hit. Yeah. I mean, it was like bam, yeah. like it, that. <laughs> that one's worth posting as well. Yeah, I'll put it up. It was a good one. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's do the. Uh, or do we? No, no, no. We do the next episode. Yeah, next episode we'll do the flip. We're gonna pick do em. the flip and pick them next episode. We mm-hmm. already went through it. I'm kicking your fucking ass. Yeah, I'm down by ten. <laughs> I need to go on a serious run here. Maybe you need some help, man. Maybe. Maybe I should ask my son for help. He's he's also... Has he beaten you too? What's my score against him? I'm closer to him than I am to you. Where's week five in my family picks? No, maybe not, actually. 42 to 34, I'm down. Eight. Against my son. So you down eight? My wife has uh, got... My daughter has 46, and my wife has 44. So, so your, your daughter... And your wife, but again, again, they they get they don't do they're not held to the coin thing, so they get to pick whoever they want. These Uh, are like excuses. I need results. (laughs) And also, the thing that's getting kind of fun in the family, flip them and pick them, is that um, we've started this thing. Well, a couple of things are quite fun actually, but one is that, and I think I sent you a picture. Yeah. Um, I bought all of these little mini. Yeah, the helmets. Uh, helmets yeah. Right. So I just put them all on the table, and I, I, I start and I say, okay, first game is uh, Bucks versus Bears, and then my wife and my daughter have to pick out the right the right helmets. <laughs> so now they've actually started to learn uh, who's who, uh, and they're starting to listen more to me and my son as we're yeah. talking about who did well last week and uh, what happened. And they're uh, starting they're they're starting to get a little more analytical. They're making oof, some some next more. Next thing you know, your wife's gonna be like, "They should have done a play action." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's he doing? Yeah, right, come on, stupid. man. That's easily a fumble. Fourth and, Throw the flag. Challenge it. <laughs> Fourth and inches. Why are you punting, pussy? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll come back with uh, next week's Flip and Pick'em, some predictions, and uh, just talk a little bit. And uh, that's it for this episode of NFL. Thank you guys so much. Uh, hopefully, there's no more COVID shit and week six goes on oh. as, as planned. Yeah, we'll exactly. See. But uh, we'll catch you guys soon, man. Very soon, because this episode's late. Yep. We'll talk to you Friday morning. Yes, yes. See y'all later. Later, y'all. Peace.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 